Some of you might have seen that I recently published a book called Cultural Engineering, The Role of Brands in a Changing World. I just want to talk a bit about the book today. The basis of the book is that brands today can only future-proof themselves if they turn themselves into forces for cultural transformation, if they take a stand and engineer culture in a positive direction. Two big things have happened in the world in 2020. One is COVID and another is the anti-racism movement, which should have exploded in a big way many, many years ago, but has only exploded in a big way now, but better late than never. Brands have felt obliged to add their voices to both these conversations. Nike put out a poignant ad recently that said, for once, don't do it. Don't pretend there is not a problem in America. Don't turn your back on racism. Don't accept innocent lives being taken from us. And the reason Nike had the right to do this is that Nike has been empowering African-Americans since the 80s. And we all remember their stand in 2018 when they supported Colin Kaepernick when no one else would. And as a result of this long-term relationship, Nike has earned the right to add their voices to the conversation and to engineer culture in a positive direction. I would consider Nike to be the foremost brand of cultural engineering today. But what is cultural engineering? It's a term I have coined recently, but it is not something I have imagined. It is something that has been in the works for the past five to 10 years and will remain the case. Cultural engineering is about tackling and eliminating relics of culture that burden us and empowering new ways of thinking and new behaviors that make the world a better place and make us a better human race. Okay, if all that sounds very fluffy and pie in the sky, I have news for you. It is a business reality today because today's consumers vote with their pockets for brands that engineer culture. We've heard a lot about millennials, but the assumption is that millennials are kids with phones shooting stuff and sharing them on TikTok. But that is Gen Z. Millennials are approaching the age of 40 and peak earning power. And Gen Z is in their 20s. They have gotten into the workplace and year after year, their purchasing power keeps increasing. And these people have grown up in the age of activism. They have grown up in the age of Black Lives Matter, in the age of Me Too, in the age of the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. And if you look at older people, old doesn't mean outdated. They have also observed the Zeitgeist. They also know what's happening. They also feel strongly for causes and they want brands to take a stand. So across age groups, across demographics, the expectation today is that brands be agents of cultural change. Any brand that doesn't do this is destined for the waste bin of history. I mentioned cultural relics that burden us. What are some of these? Racism is one example. Homophobia is another. The patriarchy is another. Speaking of the patriarchy, it expresses itself in so many ways. 
But one subtle way is that doing something like a girl is considered an insult. It means doing something weak, doing something like a wimp. Or at least that's what the case was until the PNG feminine care brand always did that famous social experiment which changed the very meaning of like a girl. Ever since that came out in 2014, the phrase like a girl has been used positively in so many places. There is a play like a girl podcast. There is a ride like a girl documentary about a woman horse rider. And when the CD who did like a girl went out into neighborhoods to look at what's out there in stores, she saw a lot of t-shirts, caps and other merchandise using the phrase like a girl positively as a phrase of empowerment. So in a small but important way, the whole perception of doing something like a girl was changed and that to me is cultural engineering. I also would like to talk about another relic of culture which is very prevalent in the world today which is anti-immigrant sentiment which is common all over the world. Mexico's national airline Aeromexico did a little social experiment last year in which they gave discounts to Americans on flights depending on how much Mexican DNA they had. And this was not targeted at Mexican-Americans who knew that they had Mexican blood, but it was targeted at Americans who did not even know that they have a great-grandmother or a great-great-grandfather who was Mexican, which makes them 12.5% Mexican or 6.75% Mexican. And Aeromexico incentivized them to do DNA tests to find out exactly how much Mexican DNA they had and gave them 25% discount if they were a quarter Mexican or 12.5% discount if they were one-eighth Mexican and so on. When you do something like this, you tell these people that they themselves have some Mexican in them. So the moment they realize that, they're not going to think of Mexicans as the other or the outsiders. That way it changes culture. It makes people more harmonious. And it was not a government or an NGO or a non-profit that was doing it. It was a brand doing it. A couple of years ago, there was an effort to fix potholes in some cities in Texas. It was not the city municipalities who were doing it, but it was Domino's Pizza. The reason they gave was that roads with potholes destroy good pizza. Because when you deliver pizzas and the roads are bumpy, it's just the pizza just gets squished and squashed before it reaches the person who's consuming it. Domino's had a reason to do it. But they were also doing something that made those cities better. And it was a brand that was doing it. More and more brands have realized that they have a responsibility to the world. And many of them are actually doing it better than governments are doing it. When COVID first broke, even before governments responded to it, Lifebuoy, the Unilever hygiene brand, responded to it by creating a poster and social posts that were about the steps of hand washing to stay hygienic. And they even recommended their rivals like Dettol by name 
and they gained a lot of kudos from all around for doing that. The fact that they were supporting the greater good, greater good of saving lives, that really resonated with people. And once again, Lifebuoy is a brand that has earned the right to do it. From 2010 until 2020, Lifebuoy has educated a billion people around the world on safe hand-washing habits. And this has saved an innumerable number of lives. Like you might have heard of their Help a Child Reach 5 initiative, where by inculcating the simple habit of hand-washing in rural Asia and rural Africa, they have ensured that lots and lots of infants live longer. And this goes way beyond communication or advertising. It goes into the realm of changing culture. There are so many examples. More and The more you think about it, the more you can find examples of brands that have helped in terms of clean drinking water, brands that have helped in gender equality, in reducing homophobia. Burger King's Proud Whopper is another that comes to mind. They wrap their usual Whopper in a rainbow packaging and they made their customers believe that it is a limited edition Whopper and they all said, hey, I think it tastes a bit different. And it turned out that it was the same and they revealed that we are all the same inside. That was the angle that connected the anti-homophobia stand with the product itself. I mean, Burger King has been knocking it out of the park in terms of their marketing for the longest time, for at least the past five years. And this was just one of their many examples of that. It has become a business imperative for brands to make the world a better place. I don't want to talk about my book so much. I don't want this to devolve into a sales pitch of my book. This is more about the philosophy underpinning it the philosophy of cultural engineering. And I hope that in a small way, this would shine a light on what brands should do moving forward. And this is something I will continue talking about. I will continue talking about cultural engineering, not just on my podcast, but also given any opportunity. Because I believe that this is the way to have the best of both worlds for if you're a brand. This is the way for a brand to make a world make a better world for all of us, and achieve business results. Isn't that the best possible combination? With that in mind, stay safe and see you at the next podcast.